This podcast is part of the Famous Original Podcast Network family. You can find us by going to www.fopnet.biz. Welcome, everybody, to part number four of the Big Game Showdown. Yeah, this baby. Is episode 29 of Ride the Pine. I'm joined by Kyle. As always, I'm Dan. How's it going, Kyle? Good, man. Just living up the Super Bowl week. Looking forward to it. Uh, man, we've, we've already done the, the big heavy lifting. We've got the offense. We did the defense. We did the special teams and the X-Factors. And now we're into the coaches. Um... What are your thoughts on Sean McVay in his first game? Ah, oh, man. Um, you know, my, my, my initial thoughts are, like, don't come out and try to be too tricky or too pretty, you know. Um, stick to what's worked all year long, uh, which is mixing it up pretty well and, and keeping people on their toes, keeping teams on their toes. Um, but, I mean, at, at a disadvantage, that's, like, one of the first things that comes to mind. Like, you're going against Bill Belichick. Like, you're in trouble. Um, yeah, he's, he's got to coach a real good game and he, he has to mix in some successful, you know, tricks, <laughs> not tricks, but you know, just like, uh, unexpected plays. Yeah, no, I think if he starts to get too cute with it early, Belichick's going to pounce on him like a, like, uh, a, like a cheetah. Yeah. Right. Like, like I mentioned in one of the other parts, like about the mistake thing, like that, that kind of goes to, with it. Like they want to try a fake pun or whatever, or maybe it's just a reverse, right? Like even just subtle plays they just can't be a big mistake like it's got to make sure it's neutral or positive they cannot be going backwards no once they start going backwards then not to mention the team itself they start losing confidence oh yeah and And that's just a backbreaker yeah they feed off that and then they're put in pressure and then goff throws a pick six and then uh, i'm upset why would you be upset because then i just start hearing new england as a whole like like quietly roar i can hear it outside i can hear everything is rumbling my anxiety is going up <laughs> oh get out of here with that <laughs> uh yes I, I don't know that's what i think of first is like hey stick to what works man like keep golf uh not having to be you know um the person that carries the team you know keep him where he's comfortable which is making plays when needs be but not when he, when he needs to be but not doing everything right no, I, I I think if he over to, he needs to find a good balance. He needs to find a good balance with both. Um, you know, not like you know seventy thirty pass or like seventy thirty run. It's got to be like around sixty forty or fifty fifty at least. Um, yeah, and 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 they've been they've been great all year. So it's like they cannot like don't it's the Super Bowl. Don't jump to conclusion if if you try some running plays and, and you're getting stuffed early. Don't abandon it. You know, and same for the pass. If you can't get a pass downfield, don't get away from it either. Right. No, I, I I agree with you. I think if the Rams just stick to the game style that they've had all year long, they should be fine. But it's when they start trying to do like those, like you said, the reverses and the fake punts and stuff we've seen them do before, the Pats are going to sniff that out. Uh, if there's one team that's going to do it, it's going to be them. Um. I just think 
They just need to come out and play their play their game that they've been playing all year long, and it should it should be fine. It should be a fun ride, regardless. Yeah, you know what's really important too. I think is that they need to keep the Pats' offense off the field. So I think it's important mm-hmm. for McVay to call some plays that are successful and low risk, but keep the ball moving and 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 don't don't get the ball right back to the Patriots because the Rams' defense cannot afford to get exhausted. You know, they got to be on the top of their game. Because the issue in the last game, like, and and obviously you remember from watching, it was fantastic, but the Chiefs gave too much time to Brady. They they gave him way too much time to come down the field and and have a scoring drive that ended up leading to overtime that led to a win for the Pats. I mean, the last thing you want to do is give Brady under two minutes to to work with, because he'll 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 drive down the field in thirty seconds. Yeah. Like, he has no problem doing that. It's when, you know, you leave the Pats with, like, five or ten seconds, then they're kind of scrambling, and next thing you know, you, you got a win in your hands. Yeah, you know, I mean, a score is a score. If they if they, they get in the end zone, it's either way, it's a good thing. But I'm just thinking, like, third quarter, like, they got to put some drives that keep the Patriots' offense off the field, you know, and, and keeps the Rams' defense off the field, you know. The McVay's got to get some good drives going, and they cannot be, be turning the ball over quickly. You know, um, e- even if it's two or three first downs and a punt, the, you know, the Super Bowl is much different than regular season games. Every little play is emphasized. Everything's a bigger deal. You know, first downs are like really cheered for. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can just change. You can just change the the game of, of field. Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, field position. Yes. Field position. You know, like just playing that game is fine. You know, but you just cannot go three and out and give your defense a short field. No, you're right. You can't. You can't um, have the offense start on the say the twenty yard line. You back up. It's like third and fifteen or whatever. They don't convert. Next thing you know, the Pats are catching their punt at their own forty, and they bring it across the midfield. Yeah, I mean, that's, two or three. Yeah, two or three first downs and a touchdown. Yeah, right. Exactly. I mean, yeah. I, I think that's just a mistake. They they need to be able to move the ball enough where if they do come to a scenario where they have to turn it over on downs, it's not in their own territory. It's not good field position. It's hindering the Pats from having to go a short distance to score. Right. And, you know, McVay's that young guy. Like, he's, he's motivating. I think he's kind of the center of their adrenaline. And when he's doing well and calling good plays, and the team's conf- or when he's confident, the team feels it too. You know, I think that's really important for them. Belichick's kind of the old, old, old way, and just kind of follow it. You, you do the job; it'll be fine. But like McVay, he can pump him up. He gets wound up on the sidelines, and they feed off of that. So him, him sticking to his game and what he does, calling the right plays, keeping you know the Pats' defense in the field, like that'll be huge. No, I agree. And then on the other side of the ball, you have. The mad genius himself, Bill Belichick. Yeah, Mr. cold-blooded. Un- un- oh, he's just no personality whatsoever. No. Um, Imagine sleeping with that guy. I, I don't want to. That, that, <laughs> sounds, that sounds horrible. You're not thinking uh, about it right now? No, are you? Me, me neither. I uh, thank God. I was about to have a lot of questions and be like, Megan? Um, <laughs> no, he's just, he's a mastermind. There's no other real way to put it. He he just yep. has this way of like figuring out these other teams, and I know a lot of my friends out there who aren't Pats fans are going to be like, "Oh, because he cheats." 
You're right. He did at one point. But that year that he cheated, did they win a Super Bowl? No. They lost to the Giants. Yeah, the guy still is real good. He just knows what he's doing and just He does. It's it's low risk football. You know, they they know what to do. You put the players where they need to be and you know, sometimes he's only as good as his players, but but he's taught them to do it the right way and they do. You know, mm-hmm. so I just don't have any doubt in what he'll do. You know, I'm not worried about how he'll call the game. He's gonna do just fine, you know, and I don't think the team will make mistakes really. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I think the theme of this whole thing is that it's like it comes down to like can the Rams hold up to their side because the Pats will. Right. You know, overall, I think coaching wise, I, I got to give the edge to Belichick. You ha- you have to. Um, he's just too smart and he's too savvy. Not to mention he's been there so many times. Yeah, they don't they don't get shook, right? Like nothing bugs them, and and they they have they have the scenario for if they're down ten or fifteen or they're down three or or up fourteen. They they have this scenario for every situation. Yep, every situation is covered, and you know, as good of a coach as McVay is, I just think Belichick's that much better. He really is. Yeah, any given game, anything could happen. But yeah, I mean, the edge to me goes to Belichick. I think the boomer bust uh, card, you know, is McVay's for sure. Like he has his chance. Like he he could he could pull a, a rabbit out for sure. Um, but yeah, I would rely on on Belichick more. But um, yeah, it's just gonna happen. It is. You know, it's inevitable that you know he just has this game plan set for each game he play he coaches. Where he just has it figured out. He has a system down. And it's been yeah. working for all this time. I mean, Seriously. How many, nine Super Bowls yeah, since 2002 insane. or 2001. And like, what does everyone say that Belichick does and in, in the team? They, they, they take away the other team's successful part, right? Or whatever. Yeah. You know, they, they know how to nullify. So this is like a chess match. Like McVay's got to look into what Belichick will stop and how he'll stop it and then counter that. You know, mm-hmm. um, you can't just go out there going, oh, we're going to do this. This is why we were 12 and four, whatever, or score the second most points, the third most points in the league. No, they've got to assume that Belichick's going to do that and then counter that. Right. It's going to be good. It's going to be real good. It's going to be a great game. And, uh, you know, that leads me to the final prediction. Who do you have in this game? Or what do you got for a final score? I think just for the sake of making it kind of fun for us and the listeners, um, so we're not kind of unanimous, I'm going to go with the sunshine state of the West Coast and Los Angeles Rams um, in dramatic fashion, just a point shy of what it was 18 years ago. The Rams win 20 to 18. Wow. Okay. It's going to come down to a field goal. And I like to say that Brady's going to come up short on the drive, but I won't even give them that negativity. I'll just, I, I think the Rams are going to get the ball last somehow and good old Legatron's going to need to boot one and he's going to hit it. You know, I don't mind it. I don't, I don't mind that pick, but you know, Pat's man, Pat's fam through and through Rams are a solid team and I, I'm trying my hardest to be unbiased, but I think the Pats just have too many weapons on offense to be able to, um, uh, be shut down by the by the Rams, and I I got to go with the Pats. I'm gonna go 24 23. It's gonna be a close one, but yeah, I think nice. the, I think the Pat the Pats uh, win it out in the end. Rams gonna 
Mount will come back. They're going to have it come down to a field goal. And uh, Legatron's going to hit it. It'll be 24-23, and then they'll try to onside kick it, and it will be unsuccessful. Oh, um, that's cool. Yeah, I hope I, I do hope it's suspenseful. You know, I always say I, I want a good game first, you know. Um, that's what I want to see is, is a great battle. And I would love it to be, you know, 38-40 or so, whatever. But um, I do think these Super Bowls get away from you sometimes, and, and the time flies. Mm-hmm. And, the, you know, the, the little drives are more than you think. And, and sure enough, before you know it, they're not scoring a lot of points, you know. So I, I would be surprised. Did you hear how much money's being bet on this game? $6.4 billion, that allegedly. Is, yeah, that it's is projected to be a bet. gross amount of money. And that's for anything, right? It could be just picking the winner. It could be a point total. You could be betting on the freaking coin flip. Um, I know what I'll be doing is my typical parlay this year where I do the over and under for the length of seconds of the national anthem. I will... Combine that with the coin flip, uh, the Gatorade winning team color bath, and then the over on points. So I'll, I will be I'll be putting all my typical uh, you know traditional bets together. I, I love the national anthem one; it makes it very fun to listen to it. <laughs> oh my god! Um, and I might even maybe I'll put even something there for you know one of the halftime bets. But they, they put all kinds of stuff. You can bet on any part of the Super Bowl you want. Yeah, no, that's the it's crazy part nowadays is that there's, I mean, you can bet on, uh, you know, the color of the mic that the person uses. It's it's like, it's right. like well, like what? <laughs> that's the thing. Or or like the the number of times it'll the the camera will pan to a certain person in the stadium. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I bet on uh, was it I think how many times they would go to Peyton Manning back when uh, the Giants were there against the Patriots. Oh uh, yeah, funny stuff. I I love that. I think it's hilarious. Um. And it's funny they're they're talking about how this might have worse ratings than past Super Bowls, um, and I don't see how. If I was a fan of either one of these teams, like I can't wait for this matchup. Oh, I think uh, it's gonna be great. I don't know how you think that this is gonna be uh, a bad rating Super Bowl. No, yeah, there's a few, no just Super a few articles can, on it. No Super Bowl can be worse than the Oakland Raiders. Versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, the Bucks! Oh, jeez. One of the one. worst Super Bowls I have ever seen in my life, and hope to never see that again. That was horrible. Yeah, that Bucks team was no joke on defense. They were, but still, that that uh, Rich Gannon just like ripped him a new one. I mean, I just I couldn't with that Super Bowl. That uh, that was well, so no, bad. I, other way around, they ripped Rich Gannon one. Oh, that's right. Tampa yeah. Bay won that game. That's yeah, right. the, the the Raiders scored like a a late touchdown or two. I think it was like forty seven twenty one or something. But it was definitely like forty to seven for a while. <laughs> yeah, no, that that's a fun Super Bowl to watch. I also feel like that Seattle. Yeah, I feel like that Seattle Denver one was kind of exciting, but ended up not being a good game. Yeah, you know that that one was was debatable. I really like the Steelers Arizona game. I thought oh, that was I a really s- good one. Do I still think about Larry Fitzgerald's like historic playoff run he had that year? I don't know yeah. how much that was talked about, you know, but like he he broke a few of Jerry Rice's records for most receptions and yards in a play in one playoff. Um, mm-hmm. And I mean, just I know it. A receiver sometimes only as good as his quarterback, but he, he like carried that team. He didn't drop a ball. He broke tackles. It was insane. I I did one of those fantasy challenges where you take players to the playoffs. And I ended up finishing in the top 99th percentile um, because 
um, I had Fitzgerald. <laughs> and wow. he was just insane that year. And I remember that Super Bowl. That was awesome. That was back and forth. That was. And then like the toe tap in the end zone by Fitzgerald, that was ridiculous. Uh, Unbelievable catch. Um, but yeah, I think I think that's going to do it for, for this final part of uh, our big game showdown series. Uh, thank oh, you to whoa, everyone. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We didn't wait get, a minute. You, what did I forget? You didn't, you didn't make your the, the, the most important prediction. What is um, the first commercial going to be? What company is going to hold the first commercial? I'm going to go between two. Uh, I don't know if that's allowed. It's either going to be Coca-Cola or Bud Light. It's going to be really? one of the two. It, it has to be. I mean, for a 30-second commercial, it's well, it's over a million dollars. I mean, it's insane. Yeah, it's five or something for the first few for the first few commercial breaks. Like, th- that group is insane, five million or something. That's nuts. It's in- insanity. Um, yeah, but mine th- is mm-hmm. vehicle. I'm going to guess a vehicle, and I, I'm going to go Dodge. Okay. Is Don't that it? Yeah, you heard, they you do like, the, you know, they've had a few of those like a kind of a American country, you know, um, commercials they've done with about the farmers or whatnot and stuff like that. And, or, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if it was one of those almost like a nonprofit one. Yeah. Uh, our world is, be. you know, get, you know, it's getting a little bit away from all that just conglomerate and like buying stuff. But sometimes, you know, our country's getting closer to making those movements about, you know, for good causes. Yeah, no, I think a car commercial is not not a bad one, but I think it's gonna be some soft drink or beer, yeah. in my opinion. But thank you again for everybody for tuning into this four yeah, part series. Guys. I really appreciate it. Uh, and stay tuned uh, next for next week. We're gonna be recording uh, our post Super Bowl episode, kind of diving into some uh, some other topics around the sports world. So. Stay tuned for that, and uh, thank you again for tuning in. We'll catch you next time. Enjoy the game, guys.